Good morning, everyone. Hello. Thanks for joining me. Today, I have the pleasure of having one of my good friends, Andre. He runs the Worth It or Not YouTube channel. And I thought, hey, let's talk to somebody who's just a review channel and ask them all their burning questions and maybe get them to say something he shouldn't say. <laughs> Joking. Anyway, let's bring Andre in. Hey, Kevin. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. Thanks for coming on, man. Hey, uh, thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, I got to do a little shout out here. Yo, Brian Barron, you the man. See if I had one of those road procasters, I could do that. <laughs> Clappy thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Before we start, we're going to take a sip of coffee. A lot of friends. That's how you do the membership thing. It's pinned at the top. Cool. You'll notice the little blah, blah, blah thing on the main channel. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I thought it'd be interesting to hear Andre. That's all he does is he does reviews. Well, he does other stuff, but that's all he does is does reviews. Let's just go into this. I kind of want to ask you. You got a lot of questions there. <laughs> I got notes. I got notes. I know you're a busy dude. I know you work like many others. I know you have a family and all sorts of stuff going on in your life. So why YouTube? Why do you YouTube? I love YouTube. I mean, I really enjoy it. It's a great outlet. It's a great creative outlet. So a lot of people, they if you have some built-in creativity and you want to be able to put up something, that's the thing I love about YouTube. Anybody and everybody can post up content on YouTube about anything. I mean, if you like to cook, if you like to ride your bicycle if you like to do this or that youtube is your outlet for you and i guarantee you there's an audience out there that would like to see some of your content it just may take some time but that's why i do youtube and regarding product reviews i do product reviews because to be very honest and blunt about it i got tired of because i'm an amazon purchaser so i would buy stuff on amazon before and i would buy stuff and see all these great reviews and beaming reviews about all this stuff and I'd buy it and it turned out to be garbage. And I thought, well, you know, why not start a YouTube channel talking about products if they're worth it or not? Hence the name. And what an awesome name, worth it or not. I don't know how many people I've seen gone. That's brilliant. I mean, I get it. You're like many other YouTubers. You're like, it's just fun. It's passionate. It's great to hook up with people. I remember doing this. I had a job. Had a wife. <laughs> she's, <You> watching. Had. <laughs> she's watching. She's like, wait, what? If you got, I know you're married. I hope you don't mind me sharing this. I know nope. you have a family nope. and kids and a job mm -hmm. and school stuff going on. How do you manage all this stuff, man? You know, I tell you, it's funny because you and I were just talking about that yesterday. And I wish that there was a great formula that I could come up with that would say, this is how you manage your time because time management is probably the most difficult when it comes to being a content creator on YouTube and you have a career because YouTube is not my job. Uh, it's not my paying career and being able to do my job to pay the bills, have a family, do family stuff, take my daughter out to basketball. Now she signed up for soccer. It's very difficult and it's time consuming. And as you would know, when it comes to editing videos, a lot of people just assume you just record a video with your camera, you upload it to YouTube, and that's it. And 
there's a lot of editing that goes in and the editing can be sometimes time consuming. And that's what is the big difficulty, but I like it. For me, it's a passion. I mean, there's times where I'm up late at night just trying to edit out a project because uh, worth or not is the, not the only channel that I have. I have two other channels. I try to balance all that. It's very difficult because family comes first. My daughter, she's 10. So whenever she wants my attention, I will always be daddy and always give her that attention. But otherwise, uh, it's it's difficult, but it's fun. It's still fun. I wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. That's cool, man. My respect goes out to people like you and others. As everyone knows, I do this full time. I do the university. I do the YouTube channel. And it's glorious. <laughs> and One day, I'm going to replace that with a plaque. One day. It's awesome to get one of those plaques. The day later, it's like, okay, cool. You hang it up and you get back to work. But props to all you guys, anybody who creates. I don't care if you're in music. I don't care if you do a YouTube channel or whatever, create or art or painting or whatever you're doing. I mean, juggling family and all that, juggling a job, which you have to go do, and then creating. <laughs> props to you. Hey, I have my own answers, but I want to hear from you. <laughs> For people that are watching... Can you make, like, take the average person, given the time, can you make money at this? Yes, you can make money at this. And it doesn't really matter the size of your channel. You can still make money at this. Now, keep in mind, it's not going to replace your 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 normal income from your day job. But it's nice to have some supplemental income to offset a lot of the costs. Because when you're buying a camera or a microphone or... An audio interface, which Kevin and I just talked about. You have to buy all this equipment to be able to put up stuff on YouTube. Like I use Adobe Premiere Pro, so that's a subscription service. So I've got to be able to have that. And then you've got audio subscriptions. So if you can make some income to offset it, yes. Will it strictly be from YouTube when you get into the partner program? Will it be strictly through uh, the AdSense? No. If you are genuine and honest, you can make some supplemental money. But yes, you can make some money off of this. So could you pull up a spreadsheet and show us all your... <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Whoa! <laughs> was that real money? <laughs> that was real money. <laughs> wow! For those of you listening to the podcast player, Andre, you got to do that again, dude. Andre just held up an absolute freaking wad of... It looks like thousands a of dollars. A7S3 money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm saving penny by penny. Sorry, by penny. I shouldn't laugh. That's a great idea, Andre. Wait for it. Product Affiliate link below. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not to discourage anybody. You know, you get on YouTube and you start getting hammered by that small percentage. And you're like, just kill me now. There is a little bit of that when you decide you're going to do reviews. Because what will happen is you buy products, you show products, and then you make some coin off of doing that so you don't go broke with affiliate links, which are great. Mm -hmm. Then people start taking notice of you like Andre. He started out, he had a couple thousand or whatever. He's like, I don't know what he's at now. It's like 30,000 nearing. Mm, I wish. 26. 
Okay, he's only at twenty six. No, I'm, I'm very thankful. I mean, think about that: twenty six thousand people. That's like two football stadiums full of people. Well, depending on the size of a football stadium. Triggered. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. So there's some dynamics to it. I'm going to ask this of Andre. I hope he's ready for it. I'm going to ask him for a horror story dealing oh. with product companies, etc. Don't name the company. But when he does this, please understand, like YouTube comments, it rarely happens. And when it does, it's a horror story. Usually companies are great. All the companies I work for are great, I'm sure. Yes. So let's hear a spooky horror story from Andre. You got a horror story for us, bud? I've got, uh, <laughs> got a couple of recent ones. Uh, Tell us one. And, and 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 I'll agree with you, Kevin. The majority of the companies that I deal with are fantastic. They're very nice. They're very friendly. They don't push anything. They don't tell me what to say, when to say, how to say it. They don't want to see the video before I publish it. And then there's companies out there that, and by the way, I'm gearing this response to the people out there that are thinking about doing product reviews. So if you want to do a product review, do not fall into the trap of these companies that try to make you buy a product on Amazon and that will try to refund you. Because lots of times I'll get stuff where it's like, hey, we'd like to send you a product and I'll respond. Sure, you can send it to me. If it turns out to be a good product, I'll go ahead and do a video of it. No promises. And then I get buy it off Amazon. We'll refund you 50% and then we'll pay you the other 50% after the video has been published. Don't fall for that because their only intent is to get you to be a verified purchaser. And that's to help them with their Amazon review rating system. I don't fall into that. Don't do it. You may be tempted when you're a small channel to say, hey, I get some money back. It's not a big deal. Just don't do it because it's a trap that you'll fall into. One of my recent ones was a company that wanted me to review their video editing software. And I'll just leave it at that. They wanted a sponsorship. And so we kind of went back and forth and it turned into, I say one price, they say another, I agree to that price. And then they send me this contract that was five pages long in an email of everything that they wanted me to do and this and those are those few companies out there. And like I said, the majority of the companies that I deal with are all fantastic, but there's just a couple out there. Don't fall into that trap because if they try to get you to sign a contract, don't do it. Don't, I mean, unless they're paying you really good money. And what I mean by good money is, by the way, I've never had this happen, but if I was to get a sponsorship for two, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem signing the contract because that's obviously a reputable company that's willing to spend that kind of money. But for a couple hundred dollars, don't fall into that. Hey, if you're here right now and you think people who work there bleeps off doing YouTube shouldn't make any money, one, you're dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> Two, how would you like to show up at work and be working 30, 50, 80, <laughs> 90 hours just on YouTube and have somebody complain about getting paid? How'd you like to show up at work and have someone go, you want to get paid for doing this too? It's really demeaning. Please don't do that to YouTubers. They work really hard, I promise you, no matter what you think. Okay, here's my little story. I did a video years ago for company. I wanted to try out a sponsor thing. 
This wasn't a review thing, so we're kind of segueing a little bit here. It started out, they wanted to pay me some money. And I was like, yeah, little YouTuber. I get to get money for this. And they, I don't know what it was. It was under 500 bucks. Maybe it was 250 bucks. I don't know what it was. And it was a royal pain. They wanted the links placed specifically somewhere. They wanted to approve it. They wanted this, that, that, contracts, yada, 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 yada. And here's the thing. For $250, they got a video. It's there in perpetuity forever. People come to that video and say, I think I'm going to go watch this video where this guy is talking about this company and this product, and I'm going to listen to them and this product being mentioned to them over and over and over, far beyond TV commercials, etc. And for 250 bucks, this video took me about two weeks to create. I don't know what it's got. 60, 80,000 views of people who went, I'll go sit here and watch this. If you want to try it, go for it. But really, don't do that. It just kills everybody. If somebody comes to you and says, I want you to spend a week working on a video and the video is going to be in there in perpetuity. If you don't want to do it, reply to them and say, yes, I'll do that for 5,000 bucks. And then they go bye-bye or they pay you $5,000. They come to you and say, hey, we're going to pay you 750 bucks for doing this. Or how much do you cost? Send them a big figure. If they start messing with you, ditch them, make them go away. To wit, I get between 50 and 150. Please review this. Please review that. From Amazon sellers, don't do it. Contracts, don't do it. They are either reputable and they think you're reputable. Well, that's a hard word. They will send you the product and leave you alone to do an honest review. Or they'll mess around with you. And if they mess around with you, I promise you, take my word for it. Ditch them. Delete. Cut communication. See you later. Bye. There's my advice. I agree 100%. I've had companies say that, hey, uh, we'll send you this product. And then they afterwards will tell me, by the way, we need to have the rights to that video because we're going to use it on all of our social media platforms and on our website. And I'm like, well, hang on a second. I want to be able to have a little bit of control over that. No, this is my copyrighted stuff. I'm just reviewing your product. Not that I'm ingrateful because I'm not. I'm appreciative of every product that's ever been sent to me, but you have to be a little bit realistic because I am not an employee of that company. Yes, I'm helping generate sales for them, but if you want a promotional video, then that's a whole different topic. Totally. Ian Craig, another dude, he started with a handful of subscribers, et cetera, and he did the right thing. Oh, insert commercial. He also took the <laughs> new YouTube Academy course affiliate. Hello. I guess it wouldn't be affiliate. Like, Well, hang on. Let me stick mine in. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> stick no. yours in, dude. Seriously, paste it in. He started and he persisted and he did the reviews, buying his own equipment. And then he moved up. He's got thousands now. Great guy from the Alan, UK. I, Ian's a great guy. Ian's an awesome guy. He is very nice. And he says you get companies who want a $10 item reviewed, all that work for $10. Then they start asking for edits, then more edits. I'm going to let you just say something about this because I'm going to get triggered and blah, blah, blah <laughs> everybody to death. I mean, for a $10 item, I mean, and then they want edits and want you to re-edit and edit. See, that's sponsorship to me. I mean, when I get sent a product, it's you send it to me and for some reason that there's a problem with the product. I always reach back out to the company and let them know, hey, 
this is what I ran across, give them an opportunity to rectify it because I don't want to bash a company because the, maybe somebody in engineering missed a little problem and I always give them an opportunity to fix it. But a $10 item and they want you to re-edit and re-edit it, Ian, walk away from that. Jeez. There's only a couple of things that trigger me. And when a company tries to treat me or one of their representatives tries to treat me like I'm their employee, I have a problem with that. Yeah, I, I agree. Hey, our other buddy, Postcolor hey, here, Mr. Dave. Dave. Hey, guys, question for Andre. How have companies been with turnaround time? Are most cool or do they keep emailing asking when it's going to be released? <laughs> <laughs> that look on Andre's face. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, pull up a chair, grab some popcorn. No. <laughs> For the majority of the companies that I deal with, when they reach out to me, I let them know I've got X number of products ahead of yours. And I try to give them a rough timeline of when it'll be that I can get to it. And then I even email them to let them know, hey, I'm starting working on your product right now this week. Then there's other companies that will send me an item. They send me a follow-up email with the tracking number. And then the day that I receive it, they send me another email. Have you received the item? And I'm thinking, well, you should be able to track it to see that. It, yes. I, but yes, I did receive it. Three days later, where's the video? Well, you want me to test it, right? Because I'm not just going to open up a box, do a review of an item the same day that I got it. That's not going to work because if, if I'm going to have any type of uh, genuine following where people believe in my advice, and my advice is just my opinion, I have to be able to test it. So when, regarding turnaround with companies, most companies are very generous and very understanding. There's a couple that I've been hounded by. And then one of them, I actually just said, you know what, send me a return shipping label and I'll just send it right back to you. Then they told me to ship it. And I'm like, I'm not spending my money to ship it back to you. You can send me a return label and I'll ship it back to you, but I'm not going to review an item the same day I got it. I have a handful of companies that I adore. They're just great people. Heck, I'll just say them. Deity, Aperture, iFootage, a few other handful of companies. They're just awesome. They come to me and say, hey, do you want to review this thing? Take a look at it. I take a look at it. I see the specs. I make sure it's something for my audience and that it's affordable to a large degree. I say yes. They ship it out. They don't say anything to me. They don't say you should say this or you should say it's good or bad. And they don't even care if you say this thing sucks. Then there are other companies I don't know that come to me and I've learned to sniff them out. I'm sure Andre has too. That link that I put in the chat is this lengthy review agreement. You're welcome to steal it. Go copy it. Change your name on it. Do it. When I get someone like that, that I don't know and they're like, well, and you should do this and blah, blah. I send them that. It's kind of funny, but if you're a company that even has a inch of trying to play me, they're out and I never hear back from them again. There you go. Thank you for that <laughs> answer. And thank you for that question, Dave. Where is this guy? See this guy here? See that little, little thing right here on here. You're going to see a little dollar sign. Cause I need to work with Streamyard, but over on the main channel you'll see a cool little icon by that dude's a member basic filmmaker channel affiliate link below that's a joke amongst youtubers <laughs> yes you should buy lights 
I have this $25,000 like affiliate link below. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate all the members who are here. ATV On Demand. We have a review channel and have avoided doing affiliate marketing due to the added time and fear of being viewed as bias. What are your thoughts? On affiliate marketing? I'm, I'm not biased because uh, the way I look at it is if I'm trying to offset some of the costs and whether I'm a B&H affiliate or an Amazon affiliate, let's just use Amazon, for example. If I'm doing a product review and I think that the product is actually very, very good, and I'll say like the Osmo Action right now, 199 bucks. This thing rocks. I'll put a product link below. That doesn't mean I'm biased at all. There's been products that I don't like and I still put the link below because there's some people out there that say, you know what? Okay, it doesn't shoot great 4K or it doesn't shoot great 2K, but it fits my needs and it fits my budget and I can deal with some of the quirks. I don't feel guilty at all. I mean, I don't think I'm biased at all by being able to recommend stuff to somebody. And trust me, I mean, if you've seen some of my reviews, if something's bad, I'll let you know it's bad. <laughs> when this guy says he does honest reviews, trust me, if a product is bad, I mean, he's nice about it, but holy crap. The GoPro Hero 9. I'm just going to say one thing about this thing. Yes, it's fantastic when it works. And what really chews me is you get big YouTubers, and I understand that you know they've got an in with GoPro, and that's great. Maybe it was a sponsorship deal, but the GoPro Hero 9 and its audio issue where it's got that popping, crackling, electronic shorting sound that goes on, none of the big YouTubers are talking about it. And it's been nine months now, and it's an expensive camera. And yes, it, it does all these great things, and it could take 5K video, but for the majority of people that want to buy a camera, they buy a camera, they expect to have some decent audio at least, not this short-circuiting audio popping sound. And the only way to get around it is to get the media mod, which is going to cost you another 80 bucks just to be able to get decent audio out of it. And that's not a total bash against GoPro, but I figure after nine months, GoPro should have addressed this issue or at least admitted that it's a <laughs> it's a hardware problem. It's not software. It's a hardware issue. I know, Kevin, I know you got one of the Osmo Actions. Yep. Great, great, great camera. The Insta360 ONE R, the twin edition where you get the 4K module and the 360 module. These are great cameras. Budget cameras, you kind of get what you pay for. I mean, you have to sacrifice something. It's either going to be image quality, audio, or stabilization. It's going to be something like that. This dude knows what he's talking about. I've watched some of his reviews. Affiliate link below. <laughs> <laughs> I watch almost all his videos, but I watch his reviews. They're very... <laughs> here's comparisons or here's how that goes or whatever. I mean, he's not nasty about it, which I really appreciate it, but he just says, Hey, here's this product. Doesn't work. They say they do this. It doesn't work and they need to fix it. And I don't suggest buying it. And I'm like, dude, well done. Like when someone sends me something for a review, the first thing I do, if they get past the gauntlet of you didn't include the product, you didn't tell me what it's about. You're out of here. You're an Amazon affiliate. See you later. The first thing I do is I go look at the product on B&H or wherever, and I look and I go, okay, is this going to be useful to my audience? Remember, basic filmmaking. And is it good? Is the company legit? Do I see like 100, it broke, it doesn't work, blah, 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 I'm out. Is it reasonably priced? Like I get offers to do 
reviews of gear that costs in the thousands. And you may be like, ooh, you could get a product. I don't do that. Trust me, I have enough stuff. But I look at that and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to do a review of this product that doesn't fit my audience. Let's pretend it's a um, transportable vocal booth, which is really <laughs> awesome. Big singers, like I forget what the guy's name is. Seal. Um, Seal, um, use it. Wow, you just pulled that right out, man. You're awesome. Um, CL <laughs> used it in hotel rooms to do voiceovers and stuff like that. It's almost $2,000. And I say, no, my audience is not going to do that. So that's the second thing I go through. I research the company. I research the reviews. I look at it and I go, okay, if I don't know the company, you send this to me. You have no say on when I post the review, if I post the review, because if it's shite, I will actually send it back to them. And once that happens, the product arrives, I put it in a queue, I test it out. And if it's a good product and I recommend it to my audience, then I review it. If it isn't, I don't. That's my thing. But I'm not strictly a review channel. I'm big tips and tricks and editing stuff and everything else. Andre being a review channel, again, I respect the hell out of this because somebody will say, I'm speaking for him. Somebody will say, here's a product of a new action cam. He's like, okay, they send it to him. He gets it, he opens it up, it falls apart. He goes, I was just sent this from XYZ company and here's this product and it fell apart. Thanks for watching. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome, dude. For a sponsored video, do you have a separate agreement if they want to use it in their promotional material or is that included in the sponsorship? That's a great question. That is um, a very good question. And I would say if... If it's a sponsored video, let's say that probably shouldn't do this, but let's say that Storyblocks wants to sponsor the video. That type of sponsorship agreement should only be you mention a certain amount length of uh, material about Storyblocks and maybe it's 45 seconds to a minute or 30 seconds. And you say and today's sponsorship is or today's video is brought to you by Storyblocks. If it's for promotional material, I think that's a whole different subject because I think now you're talking about creating a video for them for sales. And I think that that's a separate agreement to where you can give up copyright of what you're creating. To me, I think a sponsored video versus a promotional are two different things. I agree. There are really three different types of things. I don't do a lot of sponsored video. I've played with them to test them to see if they were worth it for the new YouTube Academy members. That's as far as I went with it. There's really, let me clarify these sponsorship deals. There's really a few different type of agreements. One is like, let's say Adobe. <laughs> Adobe, are you listening? Comes along and says, we wanna pay you money to do a tutorial or a review of Premiere Pro. They give you money, they have now hired you just like you submitted your resume and you're doing this job, your contractor. They're paying you money to do this video. They're the client to some degree, depending on the company, but generally they can say they're paying you money, which is why you should charge a lot. No, we don't like that. Can you cut this part out? Make sure you put this feature in. Can you make sure the link to the Premiere Pro, the affiliate link, is at the top above the fold. When they say above the fold, that's 
see the YouTube video, so show more. This is what we want. This is how we want it. They're the client. Then there's a different type of sponsored video where, like Andre said, a Storyblocks comes along. Hey, Storyblocks, you listen? <laughs> yeah, are you? <laughs> and Storyblocks says, hey, we want a mention. Like Storyblocks sponsors Gerald Undone. And he does a 15 or 30 second thing in the middle of his videos and says, yes, I use Storyblocks. This is what I use it for. I use it for you know my B-roll, blah, 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 blah. And they pay you for that, hopefully, not just once, but like TV commercials. You need to do it over and over. So if somebody came along and offered me a sponsorship for a decent amount of money to put it in my videos, I might do that if I believed in it and it was right for my audience. That's another type of sponsorship. And again, you need to charge for these things. If they're like, hey, we'll pay you 25 bucks, delete. <laughs> Don't talk to them. So that's the second type of sponsorship. The third type of and I'm really crossing the line. Sponsorship is where a company comes along, like Andre was saying, and they say, hey, we will give you our product and maybe a subscription to this service, and we want you to do a review. Now, I'm not talking about normal business. Kudos to iFootage. They sent me this tower of boxes. Here you go. I open it up. I'm like, what? And I'll be doing a review on that. And they go away. That's not a sponsorship. Um, and trust me, the 50 or 100 or $200 or $500 in gear will never pay you for the time you invest on making that video. So all you like, well, of course you got the gear. You're going to do a good review. I can't do this because I'd have to blur it out. But this is what I got <laughs> for you. Doubles. So the third type of sponsorship is where they give you gear but they want something. We want the links up here. We want you to mention us. We want you to do that. Again, they're giving you gear, money, in exchange for doing something. Unless somebody came along, like Storyblocks or someone else, and says, hey, we're going to pay you this amount over time to do a 15 or 30 second ad during your videos on every video, I might jump at the chance. I do this full time. I got to keep the lights on. I have a ton of lights. Um, <laughs> Then I would go for it. Otherwise, Oops. you kind of, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I kind of ditch. I kind of bail because I don't want someone playing me. My first, Andre's the same way. My first number one, top number one thing for my channel is A, am I helping people? B, is it something they need or want or interested in? And that trumps everything. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I hope that answers the sponsored video thing, Sunrise. If it doesn't, please say more. Andre does honest reviews for sure. It's very evident. It really is. Uh, thank you, Chris. He's really good. Gerald Bertram. I seem to have had the worst experiences working with overseas mic companies as of late for whatever reason. Kevin and Andre, how have mic companies been for you i would say when it comes to microphone reviews from overseas companies i've had good experiences i've had absolutely zero issues with any of these companies even when it's a product uh i don't even know if i want to even say their name zg sin they sent me this wireless mic set this microphone is horrible 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 is that the one you sent to alan at sound speeds <laughs> no <laughs> no that's a that's 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 from viju Okay. I'm giving you free sponsorship money right now or free free advertising right now. 
because that printer cable design that you have for your plugin is fantastic. And b- big shout out to Al on Sound Speeds. I know he's not part of this, but he's a great guy. It was really nice to be able to, to work with him on that mic review. But no, uh, overseas com- mic companies, they send me the product and I send them a link to the video when I'm done with it uh, after it's already been posted. And they're like, oh, thank you for your honesty. I've had no problem. I mean, frankly, this is not entirely true. iFootage is an overseas company's road. I'm stretching it. <laughs> they're over the seas. Deity and Aperture, they're overseas companies, although they're mainly stationed in the U.S. They're good folks. There are companies that are new. They're trying to get known. They send you their knockoff companies. They send these knockoff overseas stuff. And there are companies that are really good. I don't use the Zhuin, Xion stuff anymore. There's a bunch of overseas companies. It just depends on what you're getting. You got to pick and choose. I mean, when you're first starting, it's like, whoo, someone's going to give me a microphone. <laughs> and then later on, which is fine, do it and learn it and learn what's good and bad. You need that experience. You're not going to do it right the first time, or maybe you will. I've had some really crap gear sent to me, and I haven't done any, any bad reviews. I once did a review for a company really early in my YouTube career. The mic ended up sucking, and I eventually took the video down because you lose your self-integrity and you lost everything. So, yeah, overseas companies, some are great, some are bad. Anyway. I'd almost want to circle back with Gerald and ask him what type of worst experiences that he's talking about. Is it regarding shipping or is it regarding what they're asking of him? Well, let's do that. Hey, Gerald. (laughs) <laughs> can you join in the live stream <laughs> what kind of experiences Ian Craig I tried to review the GoPro 9 it froze so many times I gave up it's so funny because Ian and I we've chatted via YouTube regarding the GoPro Hero 9 it's just it's a shame it's a shame uh, the Netherlands hey Grant Tours hey here's one Pierre Gunnar Eksen a few years ago while looking for reviews of a gadget I found it on three or four small channels. They were all basically saying the exact same thing. Quoting a prepared script. Is that still a thing? That's rare. It's very rare. Wait, before I answer this, I just got to acknowledge this. ATV on demand. Thank you very much. Confetti that blows or something. I need to work on this whole confetti and... Hey, road. Can you please send me? I should just buy it, but let's just try this. Hey, Road, could you please send me one of those Procaster things so I can have all those cool sounds and stuff? Okay. Hey, thank hey, you. Hey, Road, could you please send me one of those Procaster things? <laughs> Everybody in the chat. Hey, Road, could you send everyone in the chat one of those Pro? Hey, ATV on demand. Thanks for the uh, super chat, man. Trust me, appreciate it. So, regarding this, a lot of Andrew speak. This is my experience first, and I'll try and keep it short. I have never had a company come to me and say, Here is a script. This is what you want to say. If they did, I would either tell them, You're going to pay me a crap ton of money. No, I wouldn't do that. I would just say, Bye bye. What happens is, Sometimes when people do reviews, especially reviewers that are trying to get going, is they'll watch other people's videos, which you should do as a reviewer. Make sure you don't miss anything. 
watch other people's videos and get an idea of what's going on. So that's why you sometimes see these similarities on these videos, but typically no. What about you, Andre? Nope. Nope. If, if a company tells me a script, I just ignore it. A lot of my review videos, if you watch, and I probably need to, this is something I'm going to work on a little bit more at the end of 2021 because I do have that lovely teleprompter and I need to start using that so I can script out my videos a little bit more. But a lot of my stuff is just right off the cuff. For me, I like it to be right off the cuff because it's an honest reaction to a situation. What I've seen a lot lately is about two years ago, somebody copied my channel, worth it or not. <laughs> I, I I kid you not. They copied the name, they copied my banner, and they uploaded all my videos to that channel with their affiliate links. So I, of course I reported it to YouTube, and YouTube you know takes a while because they've got billions of users online. And I say billion, I'm being facetious. I contacted Amazon. And I gave them that affiliate link. And Amazon was really nice because my rep at Amazon, she was like, I see who it is. And they're based in the United States. I can't give you their name unless you want to go through the legal process. But their uh, Amazon account is now gone. Took a little bit of time for YouTube to come around. But since it was an impersonation channel, they were completely deleted. And their IP address, uh, YouTube got back to me and said that their IP address has been blocked forever. Whoa. I don't go and seek out sponsors a lot of not a lot there are some youtubers who go and contact these companies will you sponsor my videos here's my channel this is my blah 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 hey member brian use that blah 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 thing you can go out especially if your channel is growing or healthy channel you can go out and say hey i want to sponsor you story blocks and insert 15 to 30 second what do you think? Here's what I charge. And they come back and say, no, people go out and seek those. I don't. The few times I've been asked to sponsor something. Let me rephrase this. I've been asked to sponsor a lot of things. Sunglasses. Dresses. Dresses. <laughs> no. Nope. I was asked to do a sponsor for bras and panties. No. So I get a lot of sponsor deals asked of me and I just reject them. But you can go out and ask for sponsors. You can say, hey, I want you to sponsor me. Now, look, if you go to Rode or Aperture or Deity or these kind of tech companies, it's not going to happen. If you're Peter McKinnon, a few of these others get four or five, 10 million because their investment of paying them money, they're going to get a huge ROI, return on investment. You can go out and ask for sponsors. I'd like a sponsor because I want to keep the lights, the lights on. on. So you can go out and seek out sponsors. ATV on demand. Thanks so much for the the super chat, man. It really means a lot. Can you send everyone in the chat? In fact, bro, <laughs> can you make sure you send all your products to people for free? That way you can go out of business and then we'll all sit around going, I wonder why Road went out of business. Oh yeah. And ship it next day. Yeah. It isn't here yet. <laughs> hey, shipping's a problem. If you're buying products, they come in and out. Panama canals happen. Customs happens. I had one product. I think it was iFootage. They shipped it way long ago, and it sat in customs for a month and a half. Be patient with these companies, please. Hey, another question. Andre, how much of what you review is emails that you get asking as compared to you contacting companies? Oh, this is a good question. Um, compared to you contacting companies, asking them to send you something. 
Oh, wow. That's actually a very good question because you would assume, you know, that old saying about assume, but you would assume that a lot of review channels actually reach out. I would say the percentage is 99.5% of these companies email me and only half a percent of the time have I reached out. And it's only when I see a certain product that I go, wow, that is really, really cool. And I'll reach out just to see. And out of the half percent that I do actually reach out and ask, maybe one tenth of those will say yes. But, you know, they're bigger companies. But I would say 99.5% of the companies, they email me about reviewing their products. Same here. You can reach out to these people and say, hey, I got a channel. I'm reviewing things. Would you consider sending me product blah so I can review it? And they say no. Okay. Don't get all pissed off. Uh, they can't give away their products to a bazillion reviewers and stay in business. Um, as you grow, certain companies will come to you and say, hey, I want to do this. If you attend NAB, woo, hopefully that's on this year, go interview these folks. Go talk to these folks. Not gimme, 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 and say, hey, I would love to review some of your products. Here's my card or... Here's my whatever email. Is it okay if I email you? Hook up with some of these companies. Now, if you got 100 or 700 subscribers or whatever, and you're getting 10 views on each, and you go to Canon and say, hey, I want you to send me a camera. You'll, you'll get it. probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you'll get it. And then let us know how you did that. Yeah, but exactly. you, can, you can reach out to these people to get gear. In answer to Dave's question, I have reached out to another company and ask them if I could review something and get product for it once, twice, because I was like, holy crap. And they did it. But as my channel grew over the years, you get more and more in these. This is interesting. I hope that answered your question, Dave. Captain Jack, I had the same thing happen to the Hot for Words channel as we had one woman copy our channel. While we were okay with the channel, we found her information was very un. Accurate. Captain Jack, by the way, who is, by the way, a master mariner, also a YouTube Academy member, affiliate link below. Um, <laughs> he used to run this massive channel behind the scenes for uh, this lady who had a massive channel. He knows a lot. Uh, what's he say here? YouTube didn't have to block the channel as she just faded out as she learned how much work was involved and couldn't keep up. Sometimes just the job thins out the hurt. Hey, if somebody copies your channel and your people copy my videos, you can report it to YouTube. I don't care. Somebody copied one of my videos, one of my most popular videos. I watched it for fun. About three months, they got like 10 views. It does not matter. Unicorn Cheese. When I was going to CS years and years ago, after I interviewed a few folks, they'd always stuff product in my bag for review or whatever. Sometimes they are eager after they meet you face to face. Absolutely. I hope everything's cool for NAB this year. Cause I'm a, going. Uh, I plan on going. I mean, that's, me too. that's my plan. If everything stays the way that it is and it's looking really good, I'm going to go ahead and book the hotel and book my flights. And it's my wedding anniversary week. My wife's going to come and hang out for a day or two. Cause it is Vegas after all. The, and uh, which wife, <laughs> which wife, <laughs> Your wife now hates me. Yeah, I know. She may be watching in the other room. Oh, crap. <laughs> no, Sorry, Andre's wife. I'd love to show up at NAB and meet everybody. That's my main thing. Second, 
meet viewers and stuff like that. And then third, interacting with companies. But he's right. There are some companies. Look, don't expect this stuff. I'm not talking to Andre. If you go to NAB, don't expect to go to some booth and have them drop you something. If they do, be very thankful. Captain Jack, I was asked to review products on Twitter, which was a challenge for Twitter, had no video capabilities. He's talking about years ago. It just seemed odd that they wanted reviews using Twitter. They were trying to build up their channel, I think. Unicorn Cheese, but this was back in 2007 to 2012. Oh yeah, that's a long time ago. Lots changed. There is only one conference each year in Singapore, and this year's is already virtual only. Yeah. And it's like what you said. I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of these fellow YouTubers that I've became friends with and meeting them in person. You being one of them, I mean, I'm definitely going to definitely gonna buy you a shot of tequila right off the bat. Oh, crap. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I want to meet these YouTubers. I want to see what they're like in person. I, I just want to meet them, like Dave Andre. I, I want to meet him. I want to meet Jake Sloan, because I think Jake said he's going. And then I want to meet some of these companies. If I get a product, great. But for me, it's going to be more of, I want to see behind the scenes of maybe what's coming, future events of products and the evolution of some of these products. And of course, I'm going to document it by Didi. Didi's been a great company for me to deal with. And I'm looking forward, I'm hoping that, Steve's going to be there. Do you think, Kevin? Steve uh, from Deity? Deity. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to meeting him in person. He's a good guy, man. Michael Finn. This is my friend in uh, Ireland. I've met so many people across the planet, and they're so awesome. I'll go to Vegas to meet up with you guys if I can get sponsored. It is <laughs> exceedingly rare that someone is sponsored to go to a show. And if they are, they're talking at the booth, talking at the show, etc., they have a lot of creds. It's rare. But really at NAB, you're talking about plane flight, hotel for three days, and then the exhibit halls pass, which you can get for free. Anyway, here's a question from my friend Ian. Andre, have you ever reviewed something and changed your mind later? Wow. Really good question, Ian. Yes. I've, I use the products that I get. And it's like Kevin had said earlier on, I have a family and I do take a lot of video. I think Al and I were talking about how many terabytes of storage that I've got and I need to get more because I'm to a point now where I'm almost at 100 terabytes of old videos. But yes, there's been times like with uh, one of the SJ cam cameras. After a while of using it, I developed problems with it and I did a follow up video about it. I have to let people know. Sometimes I'll do a first look if I get something and I'm really, really like just overly excited about it. I'll do a first look video, then I'll do a full review video. And then sometimes I'll do a follow-up video that after X amount of time, it's been great. Or after X amount of time, it didn't kind of live up to what it was supposed to be because it's build quality or whatever the case is. Yeah. There's been a couple of products that I've changed my mind about as time went on with more and more use. Yep. I do have products, not so much anymore because I'm very choosy. Unlike Andre, I don't do bad reviews. Wait. <laughs> well, thank you very much for having me on your show, yeah. Kevin. <laughs> I do all good reviews, and Andre's reviews are crap. What I mean Bye, is I don't do <laughs> good night. I don't, let me say this. I don't put myself in a position to say, here's a product as a service to the people who watch my channel. This is no good. I don't do that. The other thing is, for all you YouTube viewers 
when you come on to one of my videos, I'm not chastising anybody, remember to look at the date. Because if you come <laughs> on to one of my videos on a product I reviewed six years ago and tell me in 2021, why did you do that review? This product is no good compared to whatever. Not to insult you, but duh. Anyway, ATV on demand. We only do paid sponsorships or product placements on products that are extremely relevant to our industry. So they are not annoying to the viewer. Yeah, I agree. Who's taller, Jake or Andre? If I'm not mistaken, I think Jake may be 6'4 or 6'5. Because I think Curtis Judd is 6'5. Curtis Judd, 6'5. Jake, 6'4 or 5'6. Andre, 6'5, 6'6. Me, 5'10. What is your opinion on payola? Is it still a thing? In gaming, it was terrible and all over the place. I don't know what this is. I don't either. Do you? Nope. I don't know. Is, you it like, corn cheese. is, is it like Bitcoin? <laughs> That's right. Trigger me, baby. Oh, we've been streaming over in an hour, dude. It's like our phone calls. <laughs> That's right. Hey, do go check out this guy. If you want honest reviews, drones, uh, tests, uh, different microphones, action cameras, <laughs> dash cams, like tech stuff. You're going, hey, I wonder if I need a dash cam or what is a dash cam all about? Why would I need one? Or I'm thinking about wanting one. Go there. Same for action cameras. Go over to Honor's channel. Like me, he answers all the comments. If you got a question for him, he'll answer your questions. Thank you so much for being on the stream. Thank you very much, Kevin, for inviting me. Thank you for everybody else joining in into Thank the you chat. All. Thank you all. Thanks for the super chat. Thank you, Brian, for the joining the membership. We'll see you next week.